rocks the party, that rocks the body. Who rocks the party, that rocks the body. Who rocks the party, that rocks the body. Look out, the lever. Get away from this lever. You blow us all dressings. Welcome, everyone. This is another episode of That Record Got Me. Hi, I am your host, Rob Elba. As always, it's wonderful having you all here with me. I hope you're all doing well. Hey, first, right off the bat, I got to mention, this is our first episode of our seventh season. Yeah, you know, it's all kind of arbitrary. I figured out roughly uh, 48 episodes a year uh, make a season, and this is episode number 336, so you do the math. Uh, We're just saying this is the first episode of seventh season, which means I've been doing this, what, like six years, and uh, it's every week, so, you know, there you go. Yeah, yes, and uh, one thing I wanted to say real quick, uh, the one thing that that I wanted to do right off the bat, I knew there were already a lot of music podcasts out there, and I wanted to stay away from the dudes, two dudes talking about music, because or more, three dudes, four dudes, because there's a lot of music podcasts are very dude centric. I mean, they just are. And, uh, you know, when we started it, I had my co-host Barry and it was me and Barry, but we had guests on and we would kind of go out of our way to get um, a female guest to get all different kinds of guests because just it, it's more interesting that way. And I'm, I'm really proud of the fact that I feel like as podcasts go, music podcasts, especially I, I, I feel like I have a lot, a lot of female guests. I know we have a lot of female listeners. So, you know, there you go. Yeah, yes, whatever. Uh, today I have a guest. Uh, she's from Miami. Uh, she, this is her eighth appearance on TRGMH. So I believe she is the, uh, the guest we've had on the most, uh, because she was on very early on when we started. She's just, I've known, uh, Camilla forever. She's a huge music fan. She's super smart. And, uh, and once again, she brought, she usually either, she's, she's, she's brought, uh, albums that I've known that I've loved, but, uh, you know, she also brings in things that I didn't know, which is the case this time. I'm very excited to have her. Her name is Camilla Rizzo and, uh, and it's great. And she brought in Les Savvy Fav, Root for Ruin, an album and band, as you will hear that I was pretty much totally, uh, unaware of. And, uh, and it's great. So there you go. And here's my conversation with Camilla. So how are things? Things are good? Things are good. Super busy at work. Okay, well that's good. That's good to hear you at work is the is the good part. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I I uh do compliance. I got pulled back into legal. Right. Um of I'm the compliance specialist for a company that owns a whole bunch of other companies. So I'm always busy. I'm always in meetings. There's always something going on with some division of the company and whatever. And I work at the company headquarters, so Yeah, that that actually sounds horrible, but uh, you know. <laughs> we got to do what we got to do right listen yeah we got to do what we got to do and especially like like there's been so many like crazy things that have happened recently in the company you know and just like any other company right 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 uh, oh tell me about it i work for alaska airlines so i know about crazy things (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, you know about crazy things. Yeah. And you know about, you know, you're, you know, some people get laid off and then, you know, one person does a job of three other people because they don't hire somebody else. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. That's a big thing. Yeah. These companies, they love to just do things on a shoestring until the shit hits the fan and then all of a sudden, yeah, they're stuck. Yeah, but they never, they never like it's rare that they cut from the very top. Somebody has to like royally screw something up right. for like big, you know, for people who are making, you know, two commas or like, you know, large yeah. six figures right. to be axed. <laughs> all right. Well, this all, I think this all ties in. You picked a really good record because this, this record is kind of, it's a good thing you didn't pick just some soft, quiet record, right? Because we want something that, that's a, a little angry sounding, right? A, a little aggro. Oh, very, you know, but melodic aggro. Yeah. Well, all right. Cam- Camilla, this is the big, this is the first thing I wanted to talk to you about. First of all, well, just, I'm curious because this, all right. So the band you pick, Le Savvy Fab, I'm going to give you, I'm going to, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I never, this is the first time I ever actually listened to them. And, and this is going to sound really dumb and stupid, but I, for my whole, whenever they, since they've been around, I've dismissed them because I didn't like their name. <laughs> wow. Isn't that that's pretty horrible, Rob? I told you. I said there's no way to sugarcoat it, but you know, I'm just going to be honest. I, for some reason, I totally judged them by their name, and it sounded pretentious, like a pretentious name. And I don't know. I, I have a feeling because I know I've seen uh, the singer Tim Harrington. I've seen him before, and I remember saying, "Oh man, that guy's great. He's awesome." And I didn't yeah. realize he was the singer for uh, Let's Have Fat. I didn't realize that was the yeah. band. He's amazing. <laughs> he is. All right, He's such so, a great front man. So this is so that's good in a way because I totally came to this completely green everything. But you, so this album that you picked, Root for Ruin. Root for Ruin. This is their fifth album already. So were you were you already a fan of theirs before? Oh yeah, I was a fan from of theirs from, from long before, and I had such a hard time, you know, because all the records are so good and very different from each other. So right. it was difficult to pick a favorite album, but. I chose this one because it's the last album and it's kind of funny, interesting enough. You know, now yesterday they just released a brand new song. Oh, did they really? And they're gonna, yeah, they did. You know, it's called uh, Legendary Tippers. got a, a, a great video and they're going to be touring again. So. I saw that. You know, I was looking because I was just looking for videos because it, it, it's like fun to find live videos of them because they're great. You know, they're, oh, they're great. Yeah. They're wild. <laughs> they're insane. The shows. They're insane. But yeah, yes. I saw that and, and I didn't realize that it was like a brand new song that just came out. I just saw yeah, that earlier just, today. Yeah, it just looking. came out. So Yeah, this came out in 2010. So I guess yes. they had taken a little hiatus for a while, right, as a band? Yeah. And yeah, so all right, here, Camilla, this is the first, this is the thing I wanted to get into with you a little, is because sure. I lo- obviously this is right up my alley. I love this is this is great, and this is a great fucking record. But it also at times they can be, and I think when they started their earlier stuff, maybe is noisier and and they you know noisy. But I was just thinking it's so funny, like people like us, and and I know you, and I know most people that listen to this podcast, we just have this higher tolerance for. 
a dissonance and for for noise for things that noisy. But I, I was thinking of like the people that I work with. And I'm thinking if I just went and like played this to them, they wouldn't even they would barely even consider it music. They would be so confused that why anyone would listen to it. So it's it's just so funny to me how we have this kind of skewed, you know, a tolerance for different type of music. And and I find this great and awesome and beautiful. But I realize there's probably a large swath of people that wouldn't. Yes, I agree with you, but I it it's sometimes it's so difficult for me to wrap my mind around this because this is so well done. They do melodic noise on such an elevated level, right? That I that, and and then like you you get you listen to this and you compare this to some of the crap that is out there that passes for music, <laughs> right. and I just shake my head. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I don't understand. I don't understand how people could listen to a lot of uh artists, so-called artists now, and think that it's any good at all because it's, I just find it to be trash. Maybe. Maybe I just have a very uh, highly developed ear. I think it's just how we came we came up though though the 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 stuff we listened to when we were younger you know and we we liked I mean we obviously you especially I know you like all different kinds of music and everything but you also as a young person you 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 loved punk music and you came up you know and then and then these alternative bands and and different so it just kind of you just you know something like this that sounds very exciting and thrilling and and they're taking you know it has this edge to it that a lot of just like safe pop music isn't going to have at all and that's just something that we gravitate towards yes i will agree you know we definitely gravitate to that but so do other people i mean th- okay think about it. i guess maybe do you know should we talk about certain things when the songs come up or? Yeah, yeah, we could start, we could get into it and start talking about it because there are, all right, so if there's other people like me that have never, that have never heard them, hopefully there's not too many people that totally judge them by their name because that's, like I said, that's really stupid. But I know, I I know they were an influence like they, because they, uh, they formed, they all went to Rhode Island School of uh, Design, right? And they formed in the 90s. And but later on, like uh, you could hear it now, and you're thinking, oh shit! Like bands like uh, a Block Party and Liars and stuff definitely were influenced by them. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, these guys were the first guys to, to put Block Party on their level on their label. Because right. they okay. cre- they created their own label to put out their own music, and then a lot of time to- a lot a lot of times you know members of Block Party and La Savie Fab could be interchangeable. I mean sometimes they just sit in and play for each other. Oh okay, I didn't realize that. Yeah, because I listened to some of it. and I'm saying, oh shit, man, <laughs> I could see where yeah. Block Party I mean, got like, their vibe. <laughs> yeah, Block Party is heavily influenced by La Savie Fab and like Dodos. I mean so many so many other bands just just the way la savvy fab was heavily influenced by fugazi and such yes right right and yeah so i guess so yeah as you were saying the bass player sid butler uh founded french kiss records and they put out uh this this was out on that and like you said they expanded and they put out a lot of stuff uh, a lot of other bands but uh, you know it's hard you really focus on the singer tim harrington because he is a definitely a unique fellow and a unique entertainer oh yeah i mean he's definitely a character you know when when people think of the word character yeah. i mean <laughs> he is that in every sense of the word he's so 
animated and so different and so involved with the crowd and with the lyrics and and everything right right and it's and it's funny i think it's always so funny that his antics are wild on stage but yet in the back the band is very calmly playing you know yes right right just just like ignoring all the chaos that yes. is occurring around them it's great. Yeah, which like kind of, kind of adds to everything too. It kind of makes oh, it yeah. And, and yeah, and I read something he said he really doesn't he doesn't feel like he plays to the crowd. He mainly plays to himself and to his band. He like wants to entertain them <laughs> and make them go, "Oh, what the fuck is he doing?" you know? So he kind of <laughs> yeah. does it for that. Uh, yeah, which is great. And his and his look is is great, you know. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't give a fuck. I mean, he's a little uh, paunchy, you know, paunchy, uh, balding. He's got the beard, but he just and he and he wears all these like flamboyant uh, costumes, and he'll do costume yeah. changes like in the middle. So you've seen them? I'm I'm assuming you you've seen them. I've never seen them live. I'm dying to see oh, them live. So Camilla, how is that possible? Somewhere, you know. So- some things happen sometimes, know. you know, I know I can't, I can't see every band I've ever wanted to, but I'm hoping that when, when, and if they release um, tour dates for the U S that I, that they play somewhere where I can at least go to and see them. Well, I'll tell you right now, I almost guarantee you they're not going to play in Florida, South Florida. So if they play, no, in, so if they play Atlanta, in LA, probably. if they play in LA, you fly out here and we'll go see them together. All right. All, all right. right. All right. Let's do it. <laughs> Okay. All right. So let's uh, let's get into this record. Let's listen to the opening track. It just start. Like I said, it it was great because I had no. For some reason, I thought they were gonna be like some frou frou French. I thought because the name sounded kind of French, like French sounding band or something. And then I get hit with this. The opening track is just a little bit of appetites. I didn't get up to it, but there's like this great like it, a breakdown. It sort of breaks down, and then it comes in with this like sort of outro part towards the end of the song, and it's great. Where he says, um, "Show us your teeth, and show us your tits, and show us the scars from all the shit that you did." Yeah, it, it, it's really good. I mean, it's amazing. I like like if you look at the whole album and you look at the songs and what they're about and what they're called. I mean, and the fact that the whole album is called "Root for Ruin." I mean, it's it's totally about biblical. It's got it's biblical. It's spiritual. Yes, yes. It's got 
you know, paranormal influences, everything. And just and just what they're talking about. I mean, locusts and flights, it might be a disgrace, but we still got our all our appetites. I mean, it's 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 you know, it's classic good versus evil. The whole song and just like just how he he, del- he delivers his lyrics in such a staccato kind of a way. Oh yeah. Everything yeah. is very punchy. Yeah, he's great, and uh, one thing I also I, I appreciate about him is that um, he's got a lot of depth of character. Like, he has different characters to his voice, so at times he could sound... Sometimes I'm thinking, oh, he sounds a little like uh, Frank Black, you know, Black Francis. Sometimes he sounds like uh, Doug March from uh, Built to Spill a little, I hear. And then sometimes he sounds like Marky Smith. It's different on every song, depending on what the song is and what he's focusing on, which is, I I find it great. A lot of people can't do that. A lot of people don't do that. I mean, the way he sings embodies the spirit of the song. And and it's like he's, he's really vested in what he's saying. And he's telling a great story. Yeah, yeah, there are, and and it's also funny the uh, juxtaposition because if you look at uh, if you look up interviews and stuff, he's really like a, kind of a mild mannered guy, kind of a quirky guy. Now he's like a family guy. He's got kids, and he's him and his wife have like a, a textile company. <laughs> so it's really funny. <laughs> I think it, I mean it's great. I mean it just shows you know it shows you how people have so many different facets to their personalities. I mean, listen. The people that I work with, you know, they see the the, the uptight lawyer type, extremely yes. professional at work. <laughs> they don't see you the know, Camilla. I go, to, I, go to, <laughs> I go to to work in in you know in suits and heels and full makeup every day, and you know, yeah, people they, wouldn't know. They don't. They would see have the, no idea. Uh, that record, you they don't know that you're like a six time that record got me high guest. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, it's great. Um, all right. So, uh, yeah, the, the, the songs just, I really like what I was saying. This is my wheelhouse because the, the instrumentation too, they got two guitar players and they're really good at sort of interweaving each other. And there's always a a lot going on in these songs. Yeah. That like, you know, all the songs have so many layers to them. Yes. Yeah, and which keeps it all really interesting and, and really fun to listen to. Like, I've been listening to this, since I started listening to this all week, I've just been listening to this record over and over, and it's so good. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a great record, and, and now it means that you have to delve into all the other records, because they're so good, it was so difficult to choose <laughs> to pick this one. my favorite, but I was like, you know what, I've got to go for Root for Ruin, It's it was the last album that you know they released and you know i want i want people to get into this and now gosh i can't wait you know new songs now yeah that's great because potential I, tour yeah I, I i guess for a while people were wondering if they were even going to get get back together the first time when they took their hiatus so yeah that that's great yeah, but i mean like th- think about it they 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 were acquired by okay french kiss records was acquired by the by the orchard in 2014 right oh, okay okay so, I mean, that's a subsidiary of Sony. So, I mean, I don't know, but I'm assuming that they these guys all got a decent payday. So, you even if you so. didn't, even if you didn't, even if you stayed on, you know, you wouldn't, I, I would figure that you would negotiate uh, 
some good salaries and good benefits for yourself. <laughs> well, let's hope so. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I, I, I think so. I don't so, know. I mean, these days, it's hard to say. It's hard to tell because it's tough. It's tough I mean, for if you're, these days. If you're smart, you would. I mean, if you're selling your record label, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you negotiate as strongly as you could for yourself? And yes, you would hope so. They, they seem course. like, uh, yeah, they seem like pretty smart guys, pretty intelligent guys. No, and, and then think so. about it. You know, um, Sid Butler and Seth Jabor, they they're part of the AG band from um, Late Night with Seth Meyers. So they all have all kinds of other projects. Oh, okay. And things okay. going on. Yeah, oh, that's cool. All right, so I got he starts this out. I got a fever for forever. This is a little bit of dirty. good really interesting lyrics uh going on very very interesting lyrics and i love the fact that they he spells nails with a k yes (laughs) (laughs) yep and uh yeah if you kept the company i keep you wouldn't sleep i spend my time with degenerates and creeps while you catch z's neath the clean white sheets don't check beneath my fingernails tonight Uh, it's great yeah i mean it's great and again so many biblical references you know it's the sacred and and the profane clashing right right yeah which is uh, right up our alley right yeah Yeah. of course (laughs) i mean and it's you know this is this is exactly what this whole album is about it is it is everything's so interesting yeah and think about like the the grime beneath your fingernails that's always the most difficult to get out right All right, so this next one, this one, next one hits close to home because Sleepless in Silver Lake, uh, Silver Lake is an area uh, not far from where I am, and it's kind of it's cool because th- these guys are New York guys, right? Mm-hmm. So they're sort of singing about kids in L.A., like L.A. kids and everything, and uh, definitely uh, it's a little tongue in cheek, but it's uh, it's still a really cool song. Yeah, and it, and it and it's sang so so beautifully. It's so pretty. It is. It, yeah, it really is. It's got this like little. It, it's got this like light vibe to it, which sort of yes sticks out in the uh, in in between you know these other songs that have been going on. Yeah, this this is the Aperol Spritz in in the in the beer laden album. Oh, okay, perfect, perfect. <laughs> it's sleepless and sleepless.
Yeah, it's, it's really pretty, and it's funny. You would almost think that it's not even the same singer as the one that was singing those first two songs. I know. That's that's why I love what one of the things I love about him. He's such a, a chameleon, and, and I, I love the lyrics that say, these kids will kill you just because they're, they can. Their teeth are bleached, and their tits are tanned. Yeah. Tonight, we're going to stay up late and stumble towards a day and try to beat the haze away, L.A. I mean, like, this is just such a spot on commentary about Los Angeles as a city. Yeah. And and, and it's 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 very cheeky. Yeah, all right. <laughs> That's good. That's a good word. And and all right. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because I almost forgot. You know, uh, Camilla, the first time my first go through on here. I thought these guys were uh, British because I thought he sounds British at, at times. Really? At times, oh, okay. he does. I think it's his delivery, and sometimes it's very, like you said, staccato and a little, I hear a little Marky Smith. And yeah, I think just sometimes I thought, and then I read about, it, oh shit, no, they're from New York. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that was uh but but they do have that cheeky, you're right. It is very cheeky and and it is very wry. So I think they have a bit of a maybe a British uh, sensibility for some of this uh for their just the way they come across. I think that, I think he just has a, a dry wry sense of humor and he's incredibly clever. Yeah. With what yeah. he says, all the lyrics all throughout every single album. I mean, he's just so wise. Oh, okay. And and he says and he and he says so many things that people probably aren't going to get. You need to be, you need to be paying attention, and you you need to be wise in in certain ways. Right. And uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I think he. I can't say more great things about this band and and Tim Harrington. He's fantastic. Yeah, and and it's funny. It's it's ironic because they are they he he is very unpre- uh, unpretentious and unassuming, and it's complete opposite of how I peg them just by their name. <laughs> Why well, I didn't yeah. listen to them because it sounded pretentious to me. So uh. see, I, I'm so happy that I get to to show you new things, Rob. It's it's more fun that way, right? It's more fun than if you pick yeah. like that. I already know. Oh yeah, I love that. I love it's great. Yeah, it is more fun this way. It's great. So uh, luckily, I'm I'm very. Uh, <laughs> There's a lot of shit. I don't know. What did it come out? 2010? I had a lot going on then, yeah. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Taken down. You, you can't you can't know everything. I Rob. can't. That's what I always say. Um all right, so this next one, uh, let's get out of here is definitely one of the more accessible songs on the record. I was thinking, man, I wonder if this was like kind of a hit because it does sound it's it's really catchy. Well, you know, you know what? It this song um appears on True Blood. It's just, it's the episode the, oh, e- the episode okay. it's season 4 um I think it's episode 9. It's the 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 name of the episode is Let's Get Out of Here. And this is the song that appears at the end of the credits. Oh, nice. And and, and yeah. yeah, it's great because it's funny. This is the one song where if you read the lyrics, they don't seem they're, they're kind of straightforward. There's nothing that special about it. Uh, let's get out of here. But it's all, all the way the way they got the uh, dual that was pretty dual guitars and his d- delivery of it. That sort of just sells it all. And it's still like you said, it's melodic it's funny yeah after a while i was realizing wow this this record is really melodic and everything even though it's there's a lot going on and and some people would say it's noisy it's not it really is melodic and especially this song yeah yeah so let's do a little bit of let's get out of here
let me ask you something. Were you a fan of that show? Did you watch that show? Oh, yeah. I love True Blood. Oh, okay. So- I watched it, you know, religiously from the time that it came out. So were you like watching it and as a fan and then that song came up and you're, or did you already uh, kind of know th- that was coming? No, I didn't know. Like oh, know, I was awesome. watching the show and then all of a sudden at the end, the song comes up and I was like, Oh my God. Yeah. That's, that's so great. awesome. Somebody at HBO <laughs> has really good taste. Right, right, right. That is great. I always love that because they do. That's one thing I will say, especially uh, now there's a lot of good, really good shows and they they have people that are good that are good at getting you know music and digging deep and it's not it's uh, you know i have a very good friend julie garza she's a an editor a movie editor there in la and she purposely gets a lot of great music into movies oh that's great yeah so big props to that you know people who have good taste and share it with the world yes um, all right, so this next one, Lips and Stuff. Listen to this little, Camilla, I don't know, did you ever notice, I don't know which guitar player it is, but I feel like one of them definitely has a East Bay Ray uh, vibe to him, Dead Kennedys. I hear some Dead Kennedys, the way East Bay Ray plays, he's got the, with, with those high notes, single notes. Um, I think RPG that's Seth Jabor that, that plays like that. Oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, and it's definitely, it, it's really apparent in this one. Uh, just think of it a little in, in this great song, too. Let's listen to Lips and Stuff. The one thing I, I really I find really impressive is that a band that this is like 15 years in could put out a record like this fresh sounding and original sounding, you know, and, and it's so good. It, 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 it doesn't sound tired at all, you know, for a band that's been around at since all. 1995. I mean, ex- exactly. I mean, this this record is relevant today. It's relevant, you know, 10, 15 years ago. I mean, I think they do do a, a, a great job. And I think to the way that they chose what songs are where in the order of the album is, is fantastic. Cause you're on this ride. You're yes. going up, oh, going yeah. down, you're going up, you're going down. I mean, it's, it's, it's great. It's not boring at all. I mean, like some bands you, you listen to their album and you're just like, why, why, why did you, 
dogs in this order what are you doing You're right killing or, me. yeah even when it, it starts out kind of good but then they get kind of samey and it just doesn't yeah you're you're really right with this one because it does i mean like i said i've been listening from beginning to end a bunch of times and uh yeah it's great and again once again this next one poltergeist it's one of the more noisier ones and oh, yeah. and he's definitely he's just got more of a deadpan approach in the in the verses and uh but it's still it's really cool but different yeah and 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 just the way that he sings it is very, you know, he sings it as if he was disturbed, but it fits for the song. Yes, it, it, he it, is, it is. Yeah, disturbing. And it is a little disturbing. It definitely has this one definitely has a disturbing vibe to it. Uh, yeah, it's cool. Uh, Poltergeist. <laughs> But thinking, is there something wrong with us that we could listen to that? It, it that is very noisy and very uh, sort of grating sounding, but it's beautiful to me. To us, it's beautiful, right? It's all it's, it's like great. Uh, suicide. And, and, yeah, it's almost like uh, to me, it reminded me of like suicide, who I also love. But so many people wouldn't even would would not put up with this at all. I know, and to me, this this is like Tim Harrington does Peter Murphy does Bauhaus. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, very goth. in a way. <laughs> yeah, very goth. The delivery, the sound. I mean, this this would be perfect. You know, background music in a horror movie. No, no problem. Oh yeah, for sure. But it's really nice and it's really well done. And yeah, you're right. You know, here we would lose a lot of people. Would be like, people would be like, so. "What's wrong right. with you guys?" <laughs> but that's fine. We kind of at this point, and we kind of take that. We uh, that's a given. We know. We know. You know, people that know and. Uh, it isn't for everyone. The, the stuff we no, love and it listen is, to, it's not for everyone. It's not for the majority of the people it's on this not. planet. But there's, but there's, I mean, there's a lot of people that do like this stuff. Otherwise, you know, no, there are, there, for sure there are. But sometimes sell. it seems like it seems like there isn't, and it seems like you're on an island. But there actually are. There, you're right. There are. But yeah. you know, there's plenty more that you know. That's why that's why they invented uh, Billy Joel. You know, Billy Joel has to be for someone. So yeah, I mean, this is not this is not music for the masses. That is for sure. It's not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right so i feel this next one high and unhinged is a really good representation of them lyrically and musically like uh this is a one that you could just say oh, okay this is them this is this band yeah uh, i feel like like this song it tickles your ear oh okay <laughs> let's see let's get our ears tickled with high and unhinged 
starts out so pretty with that pretty thing and then it gets uh there, there's uh there's some lines in the song i really like when he says because uh, you buried your foes and you buried your friends and you're keeping a list and the list never ends and yeah, yeah i kind of feel like that's something this is something that shows that this these are people that are older and they've lived a life already because that's it you know we buried you buried your foes and you buried your friends i mean that's all of us right as we get older yeah and you know what what i mean the whole thing that i find fascinating in the song is that I think the, when the guitar comes in, it almost sound, the way he's playing guitar, it almost sounds like the way banjo pickers play. Oh, okay. It's got okay. that banjo-ish sound to me. And then the drums, you know, come in really hard after yes. that. And I, I love the fact that, that he asks, you know, why did you leave me alone in that black cavernous hole? Why did you leave me to die? I know why he's asking a question and then he's answering himself. You know, right. he's, I'm not, I know why. And then he tells you, you know, this is my, this is the reasons right. that right. you, that I think that you did this. They're not good reasons. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's very clever it is and i like the fact that out on the fringe we get high and unhinged and the outcasts are in press skin onto skin onto skin yes yes yeah and uh because uh yeah the outcasts they're definitely like a uh i feel like a uh a band of outcasts like other i I don't know it's just i i really love this I, i really love when it feels like everything's very organic and people are just they're just making music and and you know things come out of left field and yeah just to have a song like that and then have it go into this next one Excess Energies, which is just like a, a banger, like a total banger of a song and yeah. uh, super heavy. And yeah, this is uh, this other one is great. And it's got some great lyrics, too. But uh, we'll talk about it. Let's just do a little bit of Excess Energies. I never felt so cheap in my whole life.
great lyrics on this song. They're great. Amazing lyrics. Yeah. Amazing. I love how, how he says, how he says, was it worth it? Yeah, it's worth it. I'm not worthless. I'm wasting my time. I don't mind. Right, right. Because I can curse <laughs> this or I can burn this to the ground. I can turn this thing around. Watch me wear some crippled crown. I don't mind. I mean, yeah, it's so it's good. It is good. And 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 it's great because I feel like that's, especially they're li- watching the videos of them, uh, they, their live shows are like they're burning this to the ground, you know? <laughs> especially him. Yeah, and I mean, I think that this is just... You know, it's a great, good reflection of, of people's lives in a way. I mean, oh, yeah, it is because it sort of takes you through, especially, I mean, the great the line where he says, my AD says 21, I get smart when I get drunk. I'm not my father's son. Watch me undo what he's done. Yep. <laughs> and then uh, 35 here, I slip past 35. Jesus Christ, you know, I've tried. I'm so broken. I'm so tired. Was Yeah. And then like you said, was it worth it? Yeah, it's worth it. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. And then, so the next one, Dear Crutches, is kind of sweet in a way. It's it's kind of sweet and uh, poignant, right? Yeah, it's it's sweet and poignant and painful. Yes. All at the same time. <laughs> yeah, it is. And it's something, uh, yeah, it's something kind of uh, universal, which a lot of the, the things on this record may not necessarily uh, on the surface be very universal because it sounds very, you know, some of the lyrics are kind of abstract and maybe they're uh, more specific. But this one, you know, I don't want to be your crutches anymore. That's kind of like a, something that uh, people can relate to, I feel like, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so let's just do a little bit of Dear Crutches. You can go sounds the dissonance almost sounds it reminds me of how um the shamisen sounds you know that that uh traditional japanese plucked instrument oh okay okay a, a very particular sound i mean and the way it's played that's the way that's what the guitar evokes in me that's that's what it reminds me of in the, the beginning yeah they're really good uh seth jabor and andrew how do you pronounce his name Roland? I think it's it's spelled Roland, Roland or yeah. uh, said Roland. I don't know. We might be butchering your name. Sorry, <laughs> but uh, they're 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 both yeah really good at at just sort of uh, you know not uh, traditional you know crunchy guitar, but a lot of different uh, textures and techniques. Like you said, techniques going on, and it's really uh, really well done throughout the whole. I thing. mean, I don't I don't think the average person goes to Rhode Island School of Design. I think everybody there is very 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 different and unique and i yeah. think this was just 
you know, so fortuitous that these guys all got together. They were all lucky to find each other for sure. Right. Yes. Yes. All right. So here, I'm going to be honest. The next one, Calm Down, probably my least favorite on the record, just because it almost feels like kind of like a filler song to me. Uh, I don't know. Maybe the Calm Down, maybe there's just too many Calm Downs in it or something. I don't know. Maybe the message for me is a little too on the nose, uh, but I'll hear what you think of it. Let's just do a little bit first. Calm Down. I think I'm gonna. I'm, I think I'm gonna have to disagree with you, Rob, because oh, okay, you know what it fine. is. The, the music. The the music is so urgent and frenetic, and what he's saying is, "Calm down, calm down," and he can't calm down because the music's got him so hyped. Oh, okay. So okay. it's really, you know, there's there's a lot of contrast there. Right. Okay, so uh, you're on board for that. That's fine. I'm good with it. I'll accept that. <laughs> if you're good with it, I'm good with it too, Camille. <laughs> That's fine. No, it's great. And uh, and it's only it's less than three minutes, so it's no problem. And then it takes us into the final song, uh, Clear Spirits, which is a great closer to me because it's because it's it's weird and it's got kind of a different vibe than almost everything else on the record. And it's great. It's yeah. It, it, let's listen to it and then we could discuss it. But uh, I, I think it's a really good closer to the record. Uh, let's hear a little bit of Clear Spirits.
Yeah, so once again, you got that almost goth feel, the way those dr- the drums sound and everything, you know? It's- and the effects that, that they put on his voice when he's singing and how he delivers it. Yeah. Very gothy. Yes, yes. But also very hypnotic uh, hypnotic sounding, uh, which is cool. I mean, it's not, it, it reminds me a, a, a lot of like uh, Dead Can Dance or this Mortal Coil. Right, right. Yeah, which is a cool way uh, to end it. And then still, they got that um, they, they got that melody coming in just now when I was fading it out. You know, uh, it still gets melodic, and it's uh, it's really good. And I love the end when he says, there's a brass band playing while I'm s- selling my soul to Satan. Hands thrown up in the air because you, like, just don't care. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and then think about it again. Like, all through this album, all the biblical references, yes. all the tearing down and rebuilding and... Paying for your sins one way or the other. I mean, this is this is great. This, this album is 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 macabre in the very best way. Yeah, it is, and and it's uh, surprising. Like I uh, like I was saying, for uh, something released, you know, so far into a band's career in 2010. I mean, it's really impressive. It's, it's really impressive, and I'm glad to hear that they're still doing it. They're still making uh, new music. Yeah, and see, and now you got to go back and you got to listen to other all their other stuff, and you'll be in the same situation, and you'll be like, ah. Oh, I can't, I can't pick which is my favorite. Everything is so good. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. <laughs> and, and every album is, is different. And then you, you wonder, you know, how can people be so consistently good yet different all the time? Right. I mean, I, I just think it's impressive. Art school kids. <laughs> Art school kids, yes. <laughs> creative people, creative thinkers. Yeah, so... Uh... I was really, uh, I, I was just blown away by these guys that I totally wrote off by their name, uh, you know, but I'll, uh, what can I say? That's just me. I'm not, <laughs> I can be an idiot sometimes, but it's good. I'm glad you finally. That's me, that's me smacking you, Rob. Yeah, you finally straightened my ass out as far as uh, my savvy past is concerned, but I'm sure there's many other things that I need to be slapped for, so uh, we'll keep doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so thanks uh, once again, Camilla, for coming on and bringing a great record and uh, bringing the kids. And yeah, this was a lot of fun listening to this this week. Always happy to be on here, Rob. You know, I hope everybody enjoys this uh, album and gets turned on to this band, which is so good. Yeah, yeah, I would hope so. I, I would think, I would imagine that people um, who didn't, like me, who didn't, uh, you know, listeners of my show would like, oh man, these guys are really good. So, uh, I would be surprised if that wasn't the case, but I think it will be. Uh, once again, everyone, don't forget, if you want to follow me on Instagram and Facebook, it's at That Record Got Me High. On X, it's at TRJMH Podcast. You can email me at TRJMH33 at gmail.com. Most importantly, if you want to become a patron of the show and support me in my endeavors, you just go to patreon.com forward slash TRJMH for as little as $2 a month. You could help support me in my living in uh, Los Angeles and everything's so expensive and you know what are you gonna do we just gotta listen to our music and uh, and cultivate right yeah there's no escaping it that's it that's all we can do that's but, uh, all we can do <laughs> but I'm glad you're doing good Camilla it's always great talking to you yes and uh, you know let's definitely uh, keep our eyes open for US tour dates for these guys yes for sure we'll I'm sure that's coming to uh, uh, a club near us 
All right. Thanks again, everyone. I'm Rob Elba. We'll see you all next week. Ciao.